Tamara had been developing her subscription box for a while. As her launch date was approaching, she set a goal of 200 subscribers. Not only did she hit her target, but she did it in eight days. This episode is from an interview I did inside Subscription Box Coaching Week. It's going to inspire you to stop overthinking your box and just get going. Come listen. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Good afternoon, everybody. Today I have Launch Your Box member and personal friend of mine, Tamara Bennett for Southern Adornments Decor. I always get it wrong when I say it. It doesn't matter how long we've been friends. It's just Tamara. It's just Tamara. And today we're going to tell Tamara's story. And I brought Tamara on because she just launched her subscription box. Now, we've been friends for a long time, but it's just now happened, right, Tamara? (laughs) It's been a a minute. Tamara has a big presence on social media. She teaches people how to paint door hangers every single day. She has an amazing membership and she decided she wanted to add a subscription box to her lineup. So Tamara, why don't you say hi? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do? And then we're going to dig into your subscription box journey. Hey guys, Sarah and I have been friends for four years now. You know, Sarah, in my Facebook memories, it popped up the other day, a photo of us together, like the first day we met. And I'm like, has it really been that long? Uh, And I was like looking at a picture. We were at Tribe Live and taking our notes. And I don't know, we were just like little, I don't know, little birds soaking up all the juices. And we were trying to, and I'm like, look how much we've grown since then. It's incredible. But yeah. We both had really started our businesses for a few years, but we really hadn't taken off yet. And it was kind of one of those pivotal moments where we met for the first time. We we went to another country, not knowing each other. We shared a hotel room and that we met in person. And we have been business best friends ever since. And we really watched each other grow. And not too long ago, Tamara finally just bit the bullet and said, I'm joining Launcher Box. And I'm like, but you have me. Like, I will teach you anything. No, I'm joining Launcher Box. And so let's talk a little bit about your business because you've been building an audience for a lot of years. And I want to go back to the beginning and I want to talk, I want you to tell them your journey for your business. And then we'll jump in with the subscription box. Okay. So yeah, I've been in the door hanger business for about seven years now. Um, In the very, very early stages, it started out, I was just painting and selling one at a time and teaching them in small groups in people's homes in paint parties. And I did that for probably two years before Mark Zuckerberg invented Facebook Live. And I'm like, I'm the kind of person who, if there's a new button, like a new app or a new button on Facebook, I'm going to see what it does. And I was like, let's try this out. And so I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I got to have a plan first, right? I'm not just going to push the button and say, hi, is anybody there? So I gathered up some supplies. I'm like, we'll teach them how to make a bow. And I went live. It was only about five minutes long, but I was hooked. And after that first Facebook live, I was like, this is cool. Like I can talk to people. They can talk to me and I can like teach them something. And I don't know. It was just, it was amazing. And so my business really started to escalate from there. I started booking more parties because people knew me. They knew my face, my voice. And like, if you're going to have somebody in your home to teach a paint party, it's a little intimidating if you've never met the person before. And so they feel like they know me because they've been seeing me on Facebook live. I was selling more door hangers because people wanted to buy from somebody that they feel like they know. And so needless to say, Facebook live really helped my business kind of like take off. 
And um, then in 2018, I started a membership group where I'm teaching painting online. And it wasn't long after that that I had to stop doing things locally. I'm no longer doing paint parties in my hometown. I'm not even selling one-off painted door hangers. I'm just solely niched down to teaching women how to paint these at home. And a lot of those women do end up selling the ones that they learn to paint or they teach them in paint parties in their hometowns. And so I've kind of gone from, you know, this little small business owner who's doing it herself just to make a few extra bucks to now I feel like I'm passing that on to other people who need that in their lives too. Can we talk about that for a minute? Because, you know, I talk about it all the time. This connection point between us as the business owner and our customer is so important. And one of the best ways that we can do that is video. And that's why Subscription Box Coaching Week is so fun because I get lots of connection points with the members of Coaching Week all week long from the live workshops to the live interviews, the Q&As. I'll have a Zoom call later tonight with some of our new members. But those connections points, they need to translate into our business, whether we have a membership where we're teaching somebody to do something like you and I do, or we're selling physical products. People want to buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And so you spent all this time building up these connection points with people. So when you started your membership, I'll never forget it. You started out and you had what, three or 400 people when you launched your membership. And it was amazing to watch that because you had spent all this time going live and building connections with people. They were, they knew you, they knew who Tamara was and they were ready to buy from you. And so you spent time growing that membership into a great solid business. And then you got a Glowforge, right? And I know there was some discussion in the subscription box coaching week group yesterday about Glowforges. So tell me what happened when you got this Glowforge. If you don't know anything about these wood pieces, they're called door hangers. You have to cut them out somehow. Right. And for years I was doing it by hand using a jigsaw. You know, it's pretty much like a big electric, like you I cut it. Out. It's like scissors, but doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing everything by hand for the longest time until um, I finally got smart and found somebody in town who had a laser machine. And he started cutting my pieces for me. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I don't have to like hand do it anymore. But then there comes a point where you're like, well, I kind of want to try the laser machine thing myself. And so I partnered with Glowforge. They sent me one of their machines to try. And I was like, this is amazing. I can cut out anything I want. And it makes it really cool because it's not just like the shape of the truck, right? Or just the, the shape of a circle. It also has like these little shapes like laser scored on there or the letters are just etched and scored. Yeah. A jigsaw. My arm was exhausted. I had some biceps. I'm telling you, <laughs> but the laser machines allow you to like put the design on there and then you can just paint right over the lines. And it's, it's like paint by number, but there's no numbers on there. And so it just, it kind of opened up so many possibilities for my business once I started figuring this out. So when you got the Glowforge, I know you were just making stuff for yourself, but then that transitioned into a real grown-up laser too. And that transitioned to a whole new laser warehouse shop on your on your land. And so now you've been you've been selling your blanks. And when we say blanks for anybody that's not in the crafting world, the blanks are just the wooden pieces before they get paint on them. So we just call them blanks. And so they're just cut out pieces of wood. That's the blank and then Tamara teaches you how to paint on them. So you'd been selling the blanks for a lot of your tutorials. A lot, you have a lot of templates and things like that that you sell one-off into your members. 
But as your shop got built and your your lasers got there, you're like, I want to I want to make sure that we're producing a lot of blanks all the time to fund all this new things we've just spent a bunch of money on the lasers, the the warehouse, the building that you guys built. And so we talked about you starting a subscription box several months ago and you've been developing your idea and you went through a lot of, you know, thinking about what you wanted to have and what you wanted to do. Talk to us about how you decided on the blanks and not putting anything else with it. And then, you know, we had a fun time naming it the big box of blanks because it's simple and it's fun, but tell us about your journey with the subscription box. So it's something I've been dreaming of doing for a long time, but in my mind, I felt like I wasn't ready for it yet because we didn't have this big shop with all these lasers in it. And so I kind of held myself back for a long time thinking, you know, um, the guy who's laser cutting my stuff now here in town, I'm afraid he won't be able to like keep up with the demand and I need to build this shop and do all this stuff. But you know what? Our shop is built. Our machines aren't necessarily like hooked up and running yet. All the pieces in my subscription box were cut by the guy who's been cutting mine for the last four years. So what does that tell me? I could have done this a long time ago. And I just, you know, you I held yourself back. I tell people this all the time. You're in your own way. Get out yeah. of your own way. We are responsible for not taking the next step because like you, many people think it has to all be perfectly put in place before you can get started. And you were waiting for that last piece to be in place before you get started. And it's still not. And you're like, well, heck, I'm just going to have him do it this month. He could have been doing it for four years. He could have. But I mean, the good thing is we won't be packing these boxes on my dining room table. I do have a big shipping room now I can use. So there is that. But one thing I wanted to say, Sarah, is that when you and I were talking this out and trying to like plan um, the cost of the box. You said, well, worst case scenario, what's each one of these blanks going to cost you? Like if you have to have, you know, your guy cut them versus you cutting them. So we based the cost of the box on the highest price we would possibly pay to buy these blanks. So when we do finally start cutting these for our next box, the, our profitability is just going to go way up. Yes. I love that. I love that you, when you think about costs, because last night during the post-it note challenge, we were thinking about products and we were laying all of that out, but kind of the next step is to get pricing on things and really think about it. So I want you to think about highest costs. If you know, like when you're getting your roof repaired, you go get three bids. Okay. And you usually take one of those bids. Sometimes it's not all, the lowest is not always the best, you know? And so you need to weigh that. If for some reason, this one supplier can't supply me with all of my earrings. What is that cost going to be from somewhere else? And you need to really do some risk analysis in that because the last thing you want to do is price your subscription low. Your cost goes up quite a bit and then your profitability shrinks and it's not sustainable that way. And so you've got to kind of plan for inflation. We're, we're in the thick of it right now. You've got to plan for inflation and you've got to plan for the fact that if I don't physically cut these myself and, and use my free labor, what would it cost for me to get someone else to do it? And I love the way that you did that. So we're getting ready. We've got our idea figured out. Let's talk about your launch. I don't know why, but I overthought the launch a lot too, until I started actually going through the launch your box material. And I know Sarah said, why did you join launch your box? You and I are like best friends. You've got me. You can just ask me questions. Let me just say, I 
I, I know I can call Sarah at any time and I can get a private coaching call if I want to anytime. But in I my feel bed like, on the beach, right? Private coaching yeah, call in my know, bed on the beach. <laughs> but I felt like I needed to immerse myself in the right way to do this and to go through it just the way Sarah says to go through it. And I might have gotten the abbreviated instructions if I had called Sarah up and said, do this. But I'm like, I know I want to walk through her course. I want to do this right. And can I also say that I knew that all the amazing things that are going on inside your group, all the really cool people and all the really cool boxes. And I had FOMO, Sarah. I'm like, I want to get in there. I want to watch the box openings that she does. And I want to hear the success stories for myself. And so it wasn't just you that I joined the Launch Your Box for. I joined it for the community in Launch Your Box. Yeah. And you joined it for yourself too, because I can tell you these things all day long and we can have conversations and you know, I'm there for you any, any moment of the day, but to go through the materials, to print out the worksheets, to go through the lessons and really dig in it and really analyze what you're doing and how you want to do it. That that's different. And that, and that I, I just appreciate you for that, for jumping in there and learning all that you could before you went to to launch. And now you're part of this awesome community that we've built inside Launcher Box and you get to see all the fun stuff that I get to see all the time. I just get to tell you about it. Now you get to see it. And so you're you're gearing up for launch. Now talk to me about what you did for your launch. So you're mapping out your launch. You're not new to launching because you've launched your membership several times. Were there things that you did differently with this product launch versus a membership launch? Um I had to start building my list differently um, because in the past I was just building off of people who wanted to learn to paint. Well, a lot of those people can cut their own wooden blanks. So those are not my ideal. It was going to be a subset of the people who are already my customers or of my audience. And so I'm like, well, I need to build a specific list of these people who would be interested in this product. And so, of course, in Sarah's uh, course, she recommends to use King Sumo and to build your list, like to do a giveaway of some sort. So I literally followed your instructions to the T of how to set this up. And I was like, it just made it easy. I didn't have to think about it, but I did a whole lot of talking about it. This is coming. This is coming. Cause in, in the past, I know that if I like build the hype about something for even just three months ahead of time, people are like constantly thinking about it. And then they're coming back every live and asking, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? When can I, when can I check it out? When can I buy it? And so when we finally got this giveaway together and we announced a date that we were opening the box signups, people were just, I mean, they were ready. And so um, I planned a face, I had like a Facebook live plan. I went live, like, I don't remember how many times, but it was multiple times during the week that the giveaway was going on so that I could promote that list. And I built it up as much as I could. I don't even remember how many people we got on the list, but I'm thinking it was close to 5,000. I'll have to go back and check the numbers. 5,000? Yeah, it was it was a lot. I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, but we we had quite a lot on our list. And then um, on the day that the box opened, I went live again and announced it's time, you know, go sign up. There's limited spots available. And I had a bonus. I had like you get a little extra pair of, of laser cut earrings that you can paint yourself if you sign up in the first 48 hours. So that okay, again was part of Sarah's plan. Yeah, let's talk about that because I want them to hear this. So just like we're doing inside coaching week, there's an early bird bonus for you guys to join today to come to a bonus session with me tonight on Zoom. And I see there's comments about that in the chat and I'll, I'll address that at the end. But we're going to do the same thing in our subscription box launch 
challenges. We're going to give a bonus. And that's what Tamara did. She went through the training. We talk about the early bird bonus because we need to give people a reason to buy. If not, people will come back later if they think they can get it anytime. But because there is a small window of when you can get the bonus, um, mm -hmm. it gives people urgency to buy. So urgency and scarcity are the some of the two top things you can do with your subscription box. So the urgency to buy, because you got the early bird bonus, which is this little cute little wood cutout earrings, which is probably made from the in-between of the blank. So she's not Perhaps. even using extra material to do those. Um, that was the urgency to buy and the scarcity. She was limited. She started with 200 boxes and she, and she had over 5,000 people on her wait list. So she knew those were going to fly out the door. And so we limited it and we gave them urgency. Scarcity and urgency are two big things when you're launching your subscription box that I want you to think about. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so yeah, I think we, we got, um, it was a, a little over 100 of the 200 signed up in that first 48 hours. Wow. Yeah. We had already filled all those spots. And so I go live every, every week, two times a week anyways. And so I was talking about it during those times. So I didn't feel after we already half filled the spots, I was kind of like, okay, I don't have to like really, really push, push, push to fill this up immediately. I can kind of just relax and like, you know, do my lives as normal, mention it and whatnot. Plus we send out some emails and some texts and things like that. And by June the 8th, which was the eighth day of cart open, we'd planned to keep it open for the first two weeks of June. And then no matter how many we'd sold June 15th, we were cutting it off because we had to start production. Um, but by June the 8th, we had filled all 200 spots. But the fun thing was, is on June the 8th, I think it was, yeah, it was June the 8th. I was going live anyways. I was going to be painting. And while I was live, I was like, hey, guys, I just checked. There are only 36 spots left. And by the end of that live, I was like, I was telling him, I was like, okay, we're hitting the refresh button over here while I'm live. And we're like, okay, only 28 spots, only, you know, 19 spots. And it was just, it was so exciting. Everybody was coming. I got mine. I got mine. And I bet it was within a couple of hours after that live. Cause I did send out a text right after that live and said like 17 spots left. And uh, within a couple of hours, it was completely sold out. And I was like, oh, I'm so relieved. I can just stop now. Like it's, it's done. It was easy. <laughs> And so these boxes were 65, they're $65 a piece, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. so you've essentially built in an extra $13,000 of revenue for your business every single month. That's mm -hmm. what just happened this month. How does that feel? Good. And it's quarterly though. It's not monthly. It's a quarterly. Oh, quarterly. I'm sorry. Yeah. An extra $13,000 a quarter into your business. And you know that they're going to renew and you know that they're going to be there again. And you know, you don't have to show up and sell and launch every time you turn around because they're going to renew. And so I think that what it does for our businesses, anytime that we can build in reoccurring revenue is it just makes things stable. It makes you more comfortable when you hire people like, okay, if I'm going to hire someone, how do I know I can pay them every single month? And just the things that we do, we just feel more confident in what we do. We're building that reoccurring revenue. And so what does this look like going forward? I know you're about to ship your first, um, your first subscription out next month. Uh, are we planning to increase this in the next quarter? Yeah, I'm definitely hoping to increase it. Um, the next box will go out October the 1st. So it, you know, it's on the first day of the first 
month of each quarter. So um, October 1st will be the next box. And I don't know how many spots I'm going to open up yet. I think I'm going to just wait kind of a couple months and see because we are still building our wait list. So let me just say, as soon as we shut the shut the card off, we turned the wait list back on and we said, okay, if you missed it, go get on this list because, you know, we will be opening up more spots. And so anybody who maybe cancels, we're hoping to be able to fill those slots and then some. I would love to be able to maybe, in, I feel comfortable about increasing it to about 300, but I would love to double it. You know me, I'm always like bigger, the better. Let's just keep going. But I also don't want to like get so far ahead of myself that I feel like I can't handle it. So because this is not my mainstream of revenue, this is just a fun little side stream of revenue. I don't have to depend on. I feel like I can grow it slowly and comfortably and not overwhelm myself. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to understand what it's going to take to fulfill this here in a couple of weeks. And so you want to get a handle on that. And that's why I love, like, you know, I started with 44 subscribers because I had to monogram everything and I had to figure that process out too. And so as we grew to a hundred or 300 or 600, those processes get developed um, with how you do everything and you're going to get better at it. And it might feel a little clunky this first month, like figuring out where to go. But you're going to get better at it as you go. You're going to develop your own processes and what's easiest and most efficient. But I do want to talk to you a little bit because last night we had some questions about why would you choose monthly over quarterly or quarterly over monthly? And, and we talked a little bit about the same reason I probably you picked quarterly is that we, you've got to be, make sure you can handle it. You know, in, if you have to do it every single month, it's you got to make sure that you can handle the process and the fulfillment every single month. You also need to make sure you can handle your growth as you scale. But talk to me a little bit about why you chose to do a quarterly subscription. Um, so so I saw somebody also in the comments asked a minute ago how many pieces are in the box. So there are three 18 inch and this is an 18 inch size. So there's three pieces that are at least that that are that size in there plus like an instruction sheet for each one and a link to a video on how to paint it and stuff like that. So um, if I were to change and do this monthly, I would only be putting one of these in each box every month and still paying pretty close to amount, the same amount of shipping. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't really change that much from one to three pieces. And so I'm trying to think of my user, right? If my user gets one of these every single month, what if they're busy that month and they didn't get it done? Where does it go? It sits in the corner and then the next month they get another one and then it piles on the pile and they're like, oh, I really should get to that. I really should start painting that. And they're thinking about how much they've paid every month. They're paying for the blank plus the cost of shipping every single month if I'm doing it monthly. So when I'm explaining this to Sarah, Sarah goes, well, you know, that's going to start feeling overwhelming for them, right? And why don't you just do it quarterly? And I had never considered it till Sarah said, you know, how about doing it quarterly? I'm like, oh, wow, that's smart because that would cost about the same amount in shipping, mm -hmm. but they're getting three at one time and it wouldn't, one box four times a year is less overwhelming than 12 boxes in a year. You know what I'm saying? Like those aren't going to stack up quite the same. And so I knew it would be a better bang for my customer's buck. It would be less overwhelming on me. Plus, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be good for retention. There was a lot of reasons why, but I was glad and, we went with quarterly. And it's going to be easier for you to manage as well. But it's also you're you're basically saving them two months of shipping every single time because your item is so big that and you guys know if you've shipped anything that it's the it's the bulk of the box. And a lot of times it's not the weight, but it's the it's the dim. It's the dimensions, the box dim. That's what we always talk about. So when she was she was thinking about this, they all they already come in a pizza box. You can't even get much smaller than what she was going to ship with them anyway. So it 
it made sense on why um, they should go in a pizza box. And I love that Tita says this. You're killing me that $13,000 isn't my mainstream of income. <laughs> You're going to get there, Tita. You keep going. You're going to get there. Let's answer a couple questions. Um, I know there's lots of questions going on here. So if you've got a question for Tamarai, pop it in the chat. Just put question in front of it so we can find it. Um, Caroline says, is there a way to pull your audience to see if they would be more likely to order my accessories box monthly or quarterly? Absolutely. How would you do this, Tamara? I would probably, it depends on if you've already kind of got like an email list or a text list. If you've got a text list, I would send out a quick text and be like, hey, if I were to do this, which would you prefer? Would you prefer to get one monthly or quarterly? See what they say. Same thing with email. But if you don't have an audience at all, Facebook Live something like that, or maybe a, a quick, quick like TikTok video where you ask them this or that. People love to give their opinions. So it's not going to be hard to get people's opinions in the comments. Yeah. It, it'd be like getting an earring of the month or getting like mm -hmm. a quarterly seasonal color package where everything went together. I think you could do some graphics with this or that. Do you prefer this every month or this once a quarter? Kind of put together what that would look like and then just kind of pull your social media, do it in a live, do it in an email, do it in a text. However that you are building an audience is a great way. If someone is on the wait list, do they automatically get first dibs when you open it up each quarter? Tell me how you're, you're, how you're running the wait list. Yeah. So right now we're just putting names on the list and then we're nurturing them with content uh, after they get on the list so that they stay interested. But when we get ready to open it again, probably the early part of September, when I'm you know, looking at how many spots I'm going to open up before I even announce it on Facebook Live or anywhere publicly, I will go to that wait list and say, look, we're opening up this many spots, you know, you have until this date and time. Maybe I'll give them 48 hours before I open it to everyone you know, grab your spot right now. And so if we, if we fill up all like hundred new spots or whatever it is off the wait list, I won't even have to go on Facebook live and promote it. I'll, it'll just be done. So I'm hoping that's the way it goes. <laughs> that's how I've managed to not launch my own subscription for about a year and a half. Now I keep my wait list full. Every time I open a box, every time I talk about it, I drive people to that wait list. I send one email out to the wait list. And usually that day I've sold all the spots that I've opened up or that have canceled over time. So we do Cameron, plan to do like a box opening and to build the wait list when we open the box. And yeah. we plan to do like maybe a post on our Facebook page or in our groups asking for people who got the box to share photos of their projects. And so all those ways will continue to build the hype for what other people missed out on. Yeah, because you're going to share about your box all week long, every week of the month. You're going to gonna have some posts in there sharing about the box mm -hmm. so people know you have a box. Um, do you mind telling Brandy what type of lasers that you use now? Yeah, so we talked about the Glowforge. Really, the Glowforge was kind of like the gateway drug to lasers. <laughs> it was the easiest one to like learn to use first and stuff. But if you know that this is already like a need in your business, I probably wouldn't start with the Glowforge because you're going to outgrow it quickly. It's not nearly as fast as a lot of other lasers and it can't cut pieces that unless you're cutting really small things, if you're cutting big things like this, you're going to need to go with something bigger. Um, so the brand I use now is called Thunder Laser and I really love it. It's 10 times faster than the Glowforge and I can whip out designs a lot quicker on it. I love how you called it the gateway drug to a higher laser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the blanks because I know this is what people question a lot for any subscription box. So do you have these blanks on your website for a higher dollar amount or is the box the only way that you can get them? 
Now we sell the blanks on our website in four different sizes. The largest size is 20 inches and um, it on average is, or it's about $24 and that's with the design like laser etched on it to paint. And so the pieces that are going in the box are actually 18 inch, not 20. And the reason for that was, is the cost of shipping and the fact that we could get 18 by 18 inch pizza boxes. And that was just going to make production go that much faster when we're putting everything together. And so it just, it just felt right going with an 18 inch. And so the $24 is probably comparable to what each piece is valued at. And so if you take 70, $65, that's shipping included and divide that out, it's a little over $21 per blank that they're getting them for. And so you can't buy one on the website plus your shipping for, you know, for that much. It would probably be $34 for one with shipping. Yeah. So what she's saying is that she made it a no brainer offer. Mm -hmm. She made the value of the subscription, a no brainer offer compared to buying one off in your shop. And that's what you have to do. If you have products in your shop that are not exclusive to your box, it has to be a no brainer offer to get them in the subscription box versus your shop. So it has to be higher in your shop and it has to be higher, not by a dollar, but it has to be higher and high enough that it's a no brainer offer. Value is not just in the cost uh, savings. It's also in the fact that it comes with the project instructions and a link to a video and written instructions. When you buy just a regular blank on my website, you don't get all that. You have to go and hunt down a video if there's a video. I don't, we don't have videos for every single design in the shop. But if you know there is a video for that design, you would have to go find it. And then you would have to like listen to what colors I'm using in the video. And so it makes it harder. So this just made it way easier because it's in a nice, neat little package for them to consume. Yeah. Um, this question. I do have a t-shirt club. Tamara's also in the t-shirt club wearing one of my designs as well. I've got another one on. But Advice between monthly or quarterly for a t-shirt club. I love a monthly subscription for a lot of different reasons. One, I love monthly, monthly revenue. I don't want to wait three months to get paid again. So I want to get paid every single month. So that's why I choose to do monthly. Also, I don't think it's too much to get a t-shirt every month. One t-shirt every single month, it, it freshens your wardrobe. Then you have content to share every single month that's new versus waiting three months for a new product and a new piece of content. So if you're doing a t-shirt subscription, I definitely recommend that you do that monthly um, so that you keep it fresh and fun and you keep it in front of people. If you have to wait for so long, the great thing about Tamara's is that she's got three pieces. So she mm -hmm. could really feature one of those blanks for a whole month and then feature another one for another whole month. And when I say feature, we can talk about the blank. She can show people how to paint it. She can share pictures of other subscribers or other subscribers um, painting it. She can show how she's put it on her front door and her porch and everything else she's decorated with it. There's so much content she can get from one of those door hanger blanks. And then she can just rinse and repeat that with the next design next month. Um, so having those pieces in for a quarterly is going to kind of work out with monthly content for her, but I wouldn't wait a quarter to send a, another t-shirt design for that. Well, the shipping costs on t-shirts is quite a bit lower too. So it, you know, it, it's not going to save her to yes. save It's like four bucks for me to ship a t-shirt versus what, $15 for you to ship a blank mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. We're going to wrap up. Thank you guys for joining us. What would you say your favorite part about launcher boxes? I really enjoy seeing the box openings and I'm like, so like itching to buy so many of these boxes. I'm like, they're so great, but it just, it's inspiring. It gives me a lot of ideas and, and I'll, 
only have one subscription box, but I've got ideas for five more subscription boxes I could start right now. But I don't know. It's just the inspiration, the seeing the how other people are doing it that helps. If the idea of creating a subscription box is swirling around in your head, I encourage you to head over to launchyourboxwithsarah.com, get on our wait list, and grab some of our free downloads to help you get started. That's launchyourboxwithsarah.com.